0: Alright, so I'm about to share a story with you that I would never, ever, ever thought I would be sharing up until three and a half, four months ago. My, My search for God and finding Him in the least likely of all places, the place, the last place I... I would ever thought to find the truth and to find a true living God <sighs> and so the first part of my story is well, you know that's going to cover everything up until the moment of of finding him, so that's going to be thirty four years, so I'll try and compress that ah. <sighs> So as far as long as I can remember, I have felt that something is off. I didn't always have the words for it, but I kind of just sensed like something is is, something is wrong. Is it me? Is it this whole world? Um, I'm sure many, many people listening to this um, will be able to relate to that um at a young age well at the age of 19 I got diagnosed with with chronic depression and eating disorder um you know kind of going hand in hand depression being the underlying cause and you know that was at the age of 19 I got diagnosed but it was obviously going on much longer than that and one of the first things that I remember that's really um so pertinent to the story i would say is that they wanted to put me on antidepressants and i declined and i i said to them why would i take antidepressants because everybody is depressed and what i what i meant with that really even though i probably wouldn't have the words for it at that time was that everybody is is looking for God? There's a God-shaped hole in all of us, and I don't see anyone here that's found it. You know, we can put on all the fake smiles that we want. We can have all the, you know, we we can have we can have everything in this world. Doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing with your life. There's just there's something missing, and people might be able to fool themselves, but I kind of still see it and um, this is kind of yeah this is this is what set me out to to find the answer to find the cure to whatever you know whatever it was that was going on and (sighs) interestingly enough it, it started with with vegetarianism and veganism and raw food and juice cleanses and and it's interesting because I've heard more stories of people having this be their gateway drug into the new age it's very interesting anyway this led then to yoga which then led to meditation which then led to you know it just snowballed from there it starts very small and I ended up for around fifteen years in, you know, what we could call the new age, or or just spirituality, spiritual seeking. I've traveled. <coughs> sorry, I've traveled the, the entire world looking for answers and and healing and. Ah. Uh, I, I'm not going to name everything, but the lists I've made of all of the things that I've tried and all of the things that I forgot I did, it's pretty shocking. Um, there's very little that I didn't try. And, you know, the the usual suspects, yoga, tantra, meditation, um, all of the strongest, you know, psychedelics... Um, Retreats, um, very obscure healing, sacred geometry. I've, you know, I've been into channelings and aliens and non duality and basically the whole spectrum from left to right, from up to down. <sighs> And there were also times where, yeah, you know, I kind of just gave up or something or was just like, well, all of the seeking is not really doing anything for me. And I would kind of venture into like another branch that we have inside the new age, which is kind of not seeking anymore and thinking that we've arrived or, or just seeking... Um, Distraction in 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 our careers, or or you know parties and festivals and ecstatic dances, and so even that I've tried, like spiritual hedonism, and <laughs> yeah. So anyway, in in late um, two thousand seventeen, I end up in. Let's call it a dark night of the soul. It was an intensive. It was it was a heavier, darker version of depression, because all of this time, chronic depression was still was still a thread in my life. You know, there were good days, there were bad days, there were good months, there were bad months, so to say. But it was always in the background. Um. But then, in two thousand seventeen, fall, winter, into two thousand eighteen. Um, some circumstances in my life just really brought me down to my knees, really brought me down to the darkest place that I had ever been. And yeah, it lasted around five, six, seven months. And strangely enough... In this period, I felt a nudge to start praying, to start praying for forgiveness. And so this is what I did. Um, In this depression, I felt so heavy and lifeless and didn't really have the, the energy, the motivation to, you know, do all the usual things, the spiritual tools, the whatever, seeking distraction, And so I ended up praying for forgiveness. I'd never prayed. I wasn't religious. I was raised without religion, by the way. Maybe something I should have mentioned. Um, Didn't know who or what I was praying to. Didn't really understand what I was praying for necessarily. But what else to do, right? And um, so several months pass and go by. Until one day, late, late April in 2018, something happens, something incredibly big happens, something that I can really only describe as a miracle. It was literally in, in, you know, like the snap of the fingers, like in a second, it was daytime, Um, I went from you know, this, this, just this super heavy, dark darkness that I've been in for all these months to light (laughs) and like the brightest light that I've ever known. Um, Yeah, it's still, you know, it's it, it can't be put into words. That's where we get into a bit of a jam here. Um, <sighs> I just felt peace for the first time in my life. I also really realized, like, oh, I'd never known peace before. I've known happiness and I've known lack of worries and I've known lack of suffering, but this was something else. This was just like experience of of completeness, of wholeness beyond a human comprehension and also just like I was filled with love Um, but again not a, a love that I'd ever known before, no like romantic or personal aspects to it and I'll never forget that day because Three things happened in really quick succession that really showed me I am not the same person that I was yesterday. I'm not the same person today that I've been all of my life. Because as I was heading out on my way to ecstatic dance, (laughs) um, first thing that happens, I'm making a smoothie, my blender explodes. There's glass and smoothie everywhere and I, I don't even flinch. I just, like, smile and go about my day. And, and then I grab my bike, and I'm on my bike on the way to dance. And a woman literally just rips me off of my bike. Um, apparently, you weren't supposed to cycle there, all right. But, you know, she threw me off my bike. And again, there was nothing in me that got, like, angry or upset or, you know. it's was just this pers- perfect peace just... You know, pervaded. And then I was at dance and I was doing my usual yoga routine thing, and I'm in Downward Dog. And this person, um, kind of a friend, comes up to me and she whispers in my ear, like, I don't know the exact words, but paraphrase, like, um, stop sticking your butt into (laughs) other people's faces. And like, for sure, something like that would have upset me even a day before. And it was just like everything um, happened on another level. And yeah, anyway, I'll never forget that day. It was super strange. And so this this experience, this, this state of being uh, went on for three, four months, I guess, five maybe. Um, and the thing is, at that time, I was still very much engrossed into, you know, the new age. And, and I still have my new age goggles on, so to speak. So the first thing I, I just assumed, I was like, okay, I guess this is what enlightenment is like. I can't imagine what else this could be. And at the same time, my roommate, she, well, she already had the book in, in her house and she was always trying to get me to read it, but now she, she succeeded. Um, she gave me this book called A Course in Miracles. And the thing is, when I started reading it, it... In a way, it described my experience. you know it, it was it spoke about miracles and the forgiveness of you know forgiveness actually was the central theme. Um, and of course, I'd been praying for forgiveness. So I linked my experience immediately to this book, became quite a diligent student of this book. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to circle around back to that one. <sighs> For now, suffice it to say, um, a course in miracles basically became my my truth, my Bible, <laughs> my holy book. And after you know three, four, five, six-ish months, I I honestly, it's it's hard to fully remember. Um, the experience started to wear off. Things started to change by the end of two thousand eighteen, and then definitely by two thousand nineteen, I kind of tried to resume my normal life. Um, I kind of wrote this experience off as as well. I I honestly I didn't really know what happened. I I was deep into astrology also all these years, so I was like. Okay must have been some astrological alignment or this or that, but whatever it was, even though nothing I've ever experienced felt more true than that, more right, but m- m- most of them more true um I was like well it it can't have been true because you know ultimately because it didn't last and and who knows and so, yeah, I just basically tried to move on with my life, which was really weird, um, very awkward. And um, yeah, by the way, when this experience happened in early 2018, I had just started belly dancing two years prior and in two short years, I've really like made a name for myself and and wasn't the precipice of this big career. I was basically, you know, that day that this happened, um, I was, I had been accelerating so fast as a dancer and, and, you know, everyone was noticing and I was having a great time and I had, you know, students that I was teaching from all over the world and starting this big international school, et cetera, et cetera. Ah, something that I forgot to mention was... When that experience happened, it was not just an experience of, yay, bliss, awesome. I was also, in, in many, many ways, in, in, some, in some ways that I can't even describe, but I was a new person, inside and out. Meaning, a lot of my likes and dislikes changed, and, and even my whole appearance, because up until that moment, for at least a year... No, sorry, for at least two years, I've been walking around with these huge fake dreads and, and these really spicy outfits and loads of jewelry. Basically, I look like a belly dance performer 24-7, <laughs> you know, traveling all over the world, having the time of my life. Um <sighs> Yeah, very interesting, and um, also my belly dance career as a teacher and whatnot really started to take off, and then when this moment in early 2018 came, I just dropped it, one moment to the next, to, well, f- in the first few months, to really just pursue getting, you know, understanding what was going on, and, and also just to, I guess, like, share the, the wisdom that I that I had in this in this state of being, I you know, I thought at least, and, um, yeah, it, uh, people were definitely wondering, like, what's going on. All right, so fast forward again to back to 2019. Um, I just remember from this moment on trying to do what I used to do in the past and, it, you know, it would work one of those examples being, you know, giving my whole life to belly dance and being successful and, 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 you know, always advancing in my career and in my popularity and how much sense of meaning it gave me. And so the second half of 2019, I went back to belly dance and for about three quarters of a year, a year, I don't know, I I was back into that after about a year and a half off. And this is the interesting part. I, on the outside, it always looked like um, like I'm a shit together. Like everything was going so well. And it was on one level. And on the inside, so often I could tell something is off. But I, I really didn't understand it. So I became even more, like, way more popular than ever before in belly dance. Me, looking back, I know that I never, ever had the same love for it. I was still very driven because I was trying to... Well, I, I know I was trying to find God. I was trying to find my my wholeness and my peace and my purpose again. So anyway, I, yeah, went viral. I... um gained so much popularity tons of money um and every few weeks or every few months I, I think rather every few weeks I would have like this this like you know writer's block but bigger than that like I would call them these these mini existential crises you know over and over and the people around me I would try to share with them what was going on but if at the same time of course I wasn't I myself didn't really understand what was going on, so it was really hard to explain. And most people around me didn't really get it because they only, you know, seemed um, a smart, creative person and and creating cool things and probably in some ways having the things that they were striving for, you know, like success and stuff. So, yeah. No one around me really got it. I didn't really get it. So that was 2019, 2020. And in 2021, I basically just one day to the next started doing something else than belly dance. Started teaching about, you know, feminine leadership and embodiment and polarity. And from day one, again, huge success. It's like I didn't even have to try. And people would just wanna buy whatever I was selling which of course you know that gratifies the ego always for a little while and but this internal struggle would keep resurfacing at the same time in 2021 um my life started to take an interesting shape in in many ways um i just had a had had a year and a half of therapy so, in many ways, I was actually doing better than ever before, and I really had a lot of aspects of my life, um, yeah, really nicely sorted out, in, you know, like, whereas in 2017-18, I was in that dark night of the soul, in 2021, in many ways, I was a peak of the mountain kind of experience. I had everything I ever wanted. I had great friends, great life, great, you know, career, business, whatever you want to call it. Um, Yeah, the life that I always wanted. Um, Something that I want to mention. Well a few things also um i was also making so much money that i basically sometimes didn't know how to spend it so i was spending a lot of money on ubers on clothes on like luxury was living an incredibly decadent lifestyle you know that all of the instagram coaches are you know um, promoting so i was i was part of that whole game um Another interesting thing that I only realized the other day is that at the beginning of 2020, I got a serpent tattoo, which is going to be interesting for the rest of the story. And I'm not saying there's a connection, but in many, many ways, I feel there is a connection there. I got the serpent tattoo and... Yeah, everything just exploded. I got everything that I wanted in In this world, in a very worldly sense. Riches and, and fame and money and power and popularity and all of that. Uh, another thing which happened in 2021 is... Towards the end of that year, I started to get go deeper and deeper and deeper into this branch, what to call it, like the sensual feminine, the feminine awakening, liberation, embodiment kind of movement. You know, all of the very seductive stuff and se- worshipping the feminine, really. Like, uh, not long before I got saved you know, which we'll cover in, in in the other recordings. But I was about to start a um, sensual feminine movement school called Venus Rising, mixing yoga with sensual feminine embodiment and archetypes. Um, I started to listen to some incredibly, like, seductive kind of dark music like Billie Eilish and oh what's her name oh I forget but you know it really doesn't matter like just this super sultry seductive dark erotic feminine hypnotic kind of music like I was obsessed I was obsessed and you know I was trying to do a lot of these feminine practices um we're not trying, I was just doing a lot of those, and, and yeah, at the very beginning of this year, 2021, I even opened my own feminine mystery school, which again will be very interesting as we are a few episodes deeper into this story. But yeah, I think I'll leave it here for now. So yeah, basically at 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 the end of 2021 early 2022 I was f- worshipping the feminine. Um I had, a, I had a container, I had a group program with you know, kind of like 50 women in there called Heretic, you know, H E R emphasized everything about her. Her 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 the feminine, the body, sensuality, sexuality. Uh, money, power, uh, following your desires, all of that kind of stuff. Which was contrasting interest- interestingly, a couple of years where I went very deep into you know, like the more masculine or ascetic sides, um, of you know, seeking spiritually, um, you know, non-duality, um, yoga. Um, yeah. So I feel like in in every sense of the word, I, I really explored the whole spectrum. Like I said, left to right, up to down, I've been there. And interestingly enough, just one feeling wouldn't really let me go. And that was this feeling of, I'm really succeeding at this game. This game that so many of us are playing. And we're all playing just like a slightly different version of it. But technically we're all playing the same game. And I'm really, really good at it. I could go all the way with this. I could be a millionaire. I could be famous. I could be this. I was like, I'm really good at this game. And yet, I just kept being... Internally, internally, I just kept getting blocked. I just kept feeling, not consciously, like, it was deeper than that. Like, I don't want to play this game. But I also didn't know what else to do. You know, we're all in the new age. We're all in the conscious scene. If we're not, like, this is something someone asked me a couple of months ago. And I I guess it's a legitimate question. Like, well, if you're not in the conscious community, where else to go? Would you go back to like you know nine to five mainstream life and no of course not we all consider you know the seeking and and whatever you know branch that we end up playing in or exploring or discovering or or uh, mastering we all consider it, you know um, better than where we came from you know the the, the just the the normal, mainstream, nine-to-five, secular, whatever you want to call it, that kind of life, right? So, she's like, well, I don't know what else there is. And this is what brings us, this is what brings my story to early this year, early 2022,